Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. You're listening to the Believe in Monsters podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. Here are your hosts, Chris Krogman, Joe Gaither, and Luke Barry. Discussing all topics, Chicago Bears. Thank you for listening and enjoy the show. Y'all don't need me to tell you what time it is. Welcome in. It's another edition of the Believe in Monsters podcast right here on the Believe Network. You're listening to us on BIM underscore pod on the Twitter machine, YouTube, Facebook. We love listening to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, everywhere you get your podcast. It is Lucas Berry, Chris Krogman, and myself. And oh my God, Packers Week. The official kickoff of the season. We've all made it through preseason. You you bared with us through last week's cut down day and all the transactions the Chicago Bears made. Sorry, our guy Terrell Lewis ended up getting cut and several other uh, transactions happened between last week's episode and tonight or right here on a Labor Day. Yeah, we are laboring for you. We're actually not laboring at all. We're excited for are we excited? Oh, yes, it's time. Last week we were nervous, but this week we're excited. Bears Packers on Sunday night, Sunday afternoon, right there, 3.30, uh, 3.30 Central Time. Those mother- oh, oh, first off, this this episode needs to have a language warning. For anyone who's uh, uh, upset about any, any bad language, any curse words, you can go ahead and skip us till next week. We'll really probably skip us for two weeks because the bad language – I'll just let you know it's going to be flying tonight. With that being said, those motherfuckers are coming to, to Chicago, and we're going to kick their ass. That's what it's going to be. And so without further ado, Lucas Berry, how we doing? I'm doing well. Um, <laughs> you are nuts. You guys are out of control. Uh, just the most boring, excited dude ever. I am very excited. I cannot wait for Packers week. <laughs> I'm definitely not as excited as Joe, and I think uh, before the show, you you sounded less confident than you were last week, Chris, so uh, you're probably in the same boat as I am, but uh, the moment of truth is finally here. I, how long did we talk about this game? We said, like, I don't know, a few months ago that the Bears had to beat the Packers this week, and I think you two might have been kind of on the fence, and I was like, no, we got to beat these guys this week. Like, this is a massive statement game for Fields, for Poles, for Ibraflus. I know it's week one, and you know we could say, "Oh, we lost to the Packers the other year and still made the playoffs." Whatever, they need to win this one. They really do need to. Uh, it's just been forever since we've had a coach here to actually beat this damn team. I wish they were switching over to Jordan Love in like the midst of like, like the eighteen Bears or like the 05 Bears when the defense was just sick. Who cares about how good the offense is? I mean, I don't really care. Uh, I just want to see Jordan Love, like, throw a bunch of picks or get, like, knocked in the dirt. Uh, Joe, did you know we will never be monetized by YouTube if we cuss up a storm like that? Will we not? Is, is that is that is that one of the things? Like, all the other, you know, I, well, I don't watch YouTube too much, but. Uh... Same. Uh, I just found that out recently, so I didn't know that. Um so anyway, just I just, just thought a, they put more mature ads like smoking and drinking ads on our show, like gambling, well, smoking, drinking. You know, dude, what's a trip? What's a trip is like CHGO is sponsored by a dispensary now, which is just like that's a that blew my mind. Um, I, especially because like it's not federally legal, but whatever. Um, smoke them if you got them. So. Where How the, you doing? Was I? How's your labor where was day? I, dude? Talking uh, about my cursing. Uh, no, I'm definitely not doing that. Um, I'm good. My labor day was was fine. Uh, yesterday was solid. Uh, saw my mom for the first time in a while, so that was nice. 
And today we just kind of hung around the house. Grandpa took the boys to breakfast. So got to chill and just hang out with myself for a while, which is always nice. Uh, watched a movie and then um, ate dinner and here we are. Uh, we do need to talk about two, like we, t- like you said, Joe, at the top of the show, uh, our boy Terrell Lewis didn't make it. But Khalid Kareem did. He got picked up from the Colts, as did Trent Taylor, uh, slot receiver slash punt returner extraordinaire. And people um, heard it here first. Isn't that right, Chris? That's right. That's We've right. all found out who Trent Taylor was. Trent Taylor. Um, yeah, it's fine. We're good. Um, Packers week. Yeah. It's uh, six days away. Six man, the, I just I don't like being at two twenty five, like the featured afternoon game. Mm. But hey, if we're gonna if we're gonna start this rivalry over with Fields and Love, then let's let's do it. Let's go. Let's get it on. I'm ready. Let's see. Our Chicago weather on Sunday is going to be 73 degrees. Humidity right at 59% with a wind of 10 miles an hour. So it's going to be a fun day. Maybe one of those passes, maybe those Jordan Love duck balls can get carried by the wind into Eddie Jackson's hands. And Bojack will take it back for a pick six. My big concern, though, Luke, is we'll just get right off off the bat before we break down positions is – Jordan Love not throwing more than three passes, and it's the Aaron Jones, A.J. Dillon, hammer to your mother bleeping face. That's what I'm hoping doesn't happen. That's what it's going to be. I mean, I'm, I mean, I, I, there's no way that they are just going to come out. and but Like, they're just going to go run, run, pass, run, run, pass all game. Uh, and we're going to see a lot of play. It's going to be the same bullshit we see the Bears do last year. Uh, you know, multiple tight ends. You know, run the ball, run the ball, make the pass nice and easy for him, do a play action rollout. I mean, really, Joe, the key is going to be stopping the damn running backs, loading the box, and and making him throw the ball in third and long. Uh, you know, if you give them advantageous down and distance, they're gonna they're gonna run all over you because you know as it stands now, the Bears lines suck, and the Packers lines are really good, and you know they're gonna have to exploit that to win this week, but. I mean, I said this last week. They, they, the Bears just have to load the box. They, they got to load the box and just blitz the fuck out of these guys. So the concern with that is 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 Brisker's health, right? I mean, dude hasn't played in like a month. You know, hasn't yeah. practiced, hasn't played. Uh, Eberflu said he's right there and progressing, but uh, Wednesday's practice is obviously your first like – Injury report essentially of the season, so we'll see what happens there. But that's that's a concern. Um, still has a concussion, which that's never good for the for the type of safety he is. So uh, hopefully we get Jaquan Brisker back out on the field. Yeah, I think I saw a clean bill of health today. That's what I saw in one of the injury reports. What would you rather have? A clean bill of health on the Wednesday injury report, or? Matt Eberflus and the boys putting every nick and knock. Oh, this player might play. He's got a bruise pinky. Oh, this player might not play. He's got a he's got a cut on his arm. Oh, this player might just to just put every, all fifty three of them on the injury report just to mess with everybody. I I don't care. Injury reports or whatever to me. I mean, so many people make a big deal about it. Um, like the the fans deserve the right to know. Who's taking the field on Sunday as if they're making managerial decisions? Like nobody, it's it's not a big deal. I mean, if they play, they play awesome. If not, that sucks. But uh, if Eberflus isn't required to tell us, I don't, I don't care if he tells us. I just don't care. Luke, I'm with you on that. Yeah, I'm with you on that, Luke. What do you think? Uh, yeah, I, I don't, I, I don't know, I. I'm kind of with Chris. The whole injury report, whatever, to trick other teams into not revealing your game plan or whatever is really dumb in my opinion. Kind of just makes me angry in that it's so overblown and talked about and just like, who cares? Who cares about it? Uh, 
you know, like when the Bears try and just close injuries and stuff and are not for, I mean, I guess it's, it's, it's none of our business, frankly, but the fact that they like make people report this shit is annoying in my opinion. HIPAA law. <laughs> I don't know. It's all, it's all about gambling. That's the real, that's the only real reason they even bring injuries into it. If oh, these really? gamblers yes, are worried right. about these Bears injuries, they, they, they're uh, – I'm sorry. Uh, look, we're winning no matter who we put out there on the field. Yeah. It's going to be Tyson Bajan handing the ball off to Roshan. Yeah, that's right. Handing the ball off to Roshan Johnson, and we're going to win. It's going to be – it doesn't matter who, it's, who it is. It's going to be Dagum, Dan Feeney, Dan Feeney and them boys paving the way. Get out of the way, Kenny Clark. Look, I heard a story that Kenny Clark's father, yeah, was uh was uh, released from prison and will see his kid play for the first time. Good. We hope Kenny Clark's dad sits on the front row of Soldier Field and cries because Kenny Clark's ass is on the on his back the entire game. Yes. Same. I don't even know if Thank Joe's making dad, this guy. shit up at this point. Um, Take your dad on the, now, Chris, on the I, 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 we do need to I need, need to hear from you now. Uh, you know, last week, farther away from the game, you seem more confident. Today, before the podcast, we talked, and you're seeming less confident. What is going on now that game week is actually here? And we have real football this week, Chris. It just feels like the same shit, different day. Like, it's Tevin so that's what hit. Injury, that's what hit Joe and Jaquan, I last, last week. Brewster's injury. Fields looking like poo-poo on the last week of the season, even though it was like it's not that big of a deal. Other than that, that's all they really gave him all preseason was just, you know, fucking like 20 total reps or some shit. Like if that, um, that's Matt Nagy shit, dude. Like, I mean, I don't know. I think, I think, um, I think it's going to be exciting to see what Fields is going to do with, one more year in the system. Uh, you know, people around the league are saying he's getting it. Former teammates are saying he's getting it. Current teammates are saying he's getting it. He might not have that anticipatory throw gene in his bones, but it might not matter. You know, if he's constantly a threat to run, guys are going to be wide open, wide open. So um, I- I'm excited to watch this offense, but that defense looked like dog shit. So. Uh, that could be a problem. Um, like you said, we'll uh, so, just load the boxes. Yeah, how how do we stop the Packers O line and run game, basically, Chris? I mean, how do you just kind of, do you agree you kind of have to go out and, and load the box on? I mean, they brought Andrew Billings in here to you know help stop the run. The Packers are gonna run a lot of that stretch zone that you know everybody else and their mom is running nowadays he can't reach and he can't reach he can't reach for shield just get or he'll just get washed down so they're gonna have to have linebackers backfilling and and not get swept up in the play as well which i'm confident in tremaine enemies to do that and and tj edwards um and jack Sandler. like I, I don't know man like having those three linebackers be on the field at the same time to stop the run feels better than like a nickel package um Often the defensive line is possibly a liability, probably a liability, but I don't know. We haven't seen what kind of rotation they're really going to run with. I mean, is it always going to be Billings and, and Justin Jones, or is it going to be Billings and Dexter out there or Billings uh, and Pickens or Pickens and Jones or whatever, you know, there's a lot of mix of the defensive tackles that they could run with that I think could hopefully you know, see some see some different th- things than we saw in the preseason, but I don't know. They're going to be pumped, though. So, Look, the reason we kept Dominique Robinson on the roster is so that he can go last Boy Scout on the on the uh, Green Bay Packers, and it can be gunned to the kneecaps of one, two, three, four, five offensive linemen. And then, of course, the Chicago PD comes out and arrests him, and uh, McCaskey takes care of it. Joe, care what the hell are you family. talking about? Have you not seen the last Boy Scout, Lucas? No. Uh, that's, that's, the, that's the first problem. So this uh, this 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 running back is is in deep with the mob and gambling, and so they're like, all right, well you can you can clear your your debt essentially with a win. This is like to open the movie, and so he is running 
up the field, you know, and he's going to score the winning touchdown and uh, people start to come to tackle him. So he pulls out a revolver and starts shooting people like oh right God. there on the field. Yeah. It's actually a really, it's actually, it's a solid movie. It sounds absurd now that I say it out loud. That sounds so stupid, but I don't know. They did it. They did it fine. Um, yeah. That sounded a little bit crazy there, Joe. That's what yeah, Dominic Robinson's on the roster for. Uh, no, all right. No, that's what Khalid Kareem's on the roster for. Oh God! What you do is like, okay. Wh- where do you go if they if, if the if the Packers decide to go? Okay, we're just gonna go what like uh, eleven personnel and open and open things up. Put Watson, Dobbs, and whoever else on the field at the same time. Bring that, please. Bring that. But they just run the football out of that set, so they force you into the nickel package. They force you into nickel, into dime to cover, you know, personnel match. Obviously, NFL, we're gonna personnel match or whatever. And then they just say, "All right, well, you, it's your it's your four guys on the line and two and two interior backers, whether it be Edmonds or Sanborn." And it's like, okay, <laughs> that sounds like a long day. I mean. It really depends on if you feel like you need to be forced into nickel or if you can play big nickel in that situation and still be fine with it. I don't like Luke Musgrave is not a blocking tight end, right? He's more of a receiver. Well, the thing about staying in nickel too is that when Kyler Gordon out there, he's a pretty good, you know, open field tackler. So you might not even need to go big nickel. You might want him on the field for that. I mean, I I was just going to say, you know, to your point about the outside zone, Chris, they're they're, They are going to need Brisker and Brisker and Gordon to both kind of go nuts there on the perimeter. Yeah. Yeah. This week. Like I think Kyler, Kyler is probably going to be one of the main pieces of the defense. I will be watching in addition. I mean, the bears have so many pieces you could watch this week, but um, you know, outside of running the ball, I think when the Packers do throw they're going to throw a Tyreek Stevenson, you know, oh, Joe, that's going to be interesting. Do you think he, the, the do. Rook, do you think the rookie can live up to the moment and not get a mate? Can you think he can do that without getting a major penalty this game, Joe? Give me a major penalty, but give me an interception as well. Would you take the good with the bad? It's going to be, look, I don't, you, you, do y'all think Trayvon Diggs is a good cornerback? He's pretty good. He's just overrated. Yeah. Okay, exactly. Overrated. I'll, People, I'll oh, take the turnovers, though. I'll take the turnovers. Right, right. He gets burned. He gets his butt burned all the time, but he turns the ball over. I will take a bad penalty. I'll take a holding penalty, a pi. I'll take getting burned. If you can cover and and get me an interception, turn the turn the damn ball because that's what this defense is going to have to do. The defense is going to all year long get teams say, "Hey, we can smash these guys right in the face, and we can run." You're going to have to turn the ball over in the first preseason game. The defense, I mean, yes, it was preseason. Yes, the Titans stink, whatever. But the defense was all over the football, all over trying to get after the football. And you ended up with, what, two turnovers? One turnover in that game? But you ended up with several close opportunities also. You're not going to get off the field consistently with what you've got up front. You're just not. So you need to turn the football over and please throw it at Tyreek Stevenson. I'd I'd rather you throw it at Stevenson than – I mean, obviously, Vildor didn't make the roster, and, and I do like Jalen Johnson, but where's his turnover? Where's his turnover uh, propensity been? Nowhere. It's been it's been all at Eddie Jackson. It's been all at Kyler Gordon's turned the ball over a couple times late down the year. Look, please throw it at Tyree Stevenson. I got confidence in him, and maybe it's just the Miami factor. Maybe it's just because he plays with swag that I like that. Uh, I don't mind if you get a if you get a pi if you get a late hit. Well, you better pay it back with to me with an interception. Um, does Trayvon Diggs get burnt because he's gambling, or does he does he just get burnt? I mean, is he like, taking big risks and and a little of both a lot of big rewards? Because I, I mean, I don't watch that guy enough, but dude, he got a huge contract. I mean, it is Dallas, so take it take that for what it's worth. His, the turnover, huge contract rate, was for his the turnover rate is insane, but uh-huh. yeah, like Joe said, it is a it's a it's a mixed bag. I mean, it's a good point, um, but still, you know, they they I think the moral of the story is they are going to to pick on him early and often this game. So, you know, we'll see how the Bears can kind of design help his way, whether that's Eddie Jackson or whatever. Uh, you know, kind of change coverages, but the Packers are are definitely going to try and get their matchups on him. 
I mean, we saw it in the preseason, too. Teams were testing him all the time. And I thought he played okay for a rookie in the preseason oh, as far as – He's yeah, showing he us was... the flashes that he had in college. Mm-hmm. My biggest thing is just worried about death by a 1,000 paper cuts, death by a three-and-a-half-yard run, death by four-and-a-half-yard run from A.J. Dill. Oh, it's third and one. Here goes QB sneak. Oh, it's, you know – Whatever they can, it's first and ten. Boom, two two and a half yard run. It's second and nine. It's second and eight. Oh, boom, four five yard run. And then oh, it's third and three. And they're doing play like if if we can keep them out of third and three, you keep them out of third and four. And unless you give yourself a chance, because when you're in third and three, third and four, you guys know this. Everybody who listens to the program, y'all are all smart football people. You get in third and three, third and four, the offense, even with dumb, you know, inexperienced Jordan Love, you can go play action pass, you can move, you can roll out the pocket, hit, hit a lot of options. Like, there's a ton of options in the playbook, especially if you're a running fo- football team on third and three. So, we got to keep them – we, we got to force them into some – into some down and distances that help the defense. Yeah, absolutely. Your dog, here's my dog. Yeah, he's <laughs> man. They're lighting off fireworks last night for some reason, and he was oh my god, struck me nuts. Lighting um, off fireworks, and the Bears are about to beat the Packers. We're about to set a new course for our franchise. Talk that shit, Joe. <laughs> Do we know if Demarcus Walker is going to play? Oh, he's playing. He should play. I don't know. Like I said, all right, I, I had to find that report. I was looking it up earlier, and I forgot to uh, finish my research there. Um, but, I mean, do you guys think, uh, you know, we've talked about the Bears' defense. Obviously, the deficiencies are what we all know they are, the D-line, and, you know, the bill of health hasn't been the greatest this, this preseason, but – I think we kind of, I mean, I, the, the game plan, I think, has got to be pretty cut and dry for the Packers. And, you know, the Bears, I guess, know what they have to do to to win this thing on defense. Uh, let's flip this to the offensive side of the ball, though. Chris, how are you feeling about the offense going into this game versus Green Bay's defense slash secondary? Uh, I feel good. Um, Green Bay's pass rush is, is, is you know, pretty solid with uh, Preston Smith. And Rashawn Gary, uh, and they drafted Lucas Van Ness. No idea what he's going to actually do. Uh, then, of course, you have Kenny Clark, who's been there seemingly forever. But I, I'm, I'm, I mean, Darnell Wright and Braxton Jones need to show up. So that's that's going to be my two biggest uh, concerns. I think we'll do just as good running the ball, running that outside zone. Um, I'm not for, afraid of their linebackers. They're, you know, Quay Walker's a joke. Um, and I don't even know who Devon Drake Campbell is, but um, yeah, um, I feel I feel pretty solid though. It'll be interesting to see how Alexander matches up if he stays on one side, if he you know plays off like freaking uh, Joe Barry had him doing all year last year instead of pressing, uh, and and then how you know DJ and, and Justin connect. Do you guys feel like the what we've seen so far throughout the preseason, Chris, you already hit it on the 20 limited reps, but DJ Moore didn't play that much either. So if, do you feel like the full complement of DJ Moore and you never know what you're going to get out of Claypool or Mooney, both those guys are nursing whatever they're nursing. Uh, do, do, do you just feel like everybody being back on the field and Getsy, you know, getting into his bag of tricks, tr- treating it as a real game, do you think we'll see something a whole lot different than what we saw, at least schematically, uh, schematically and approach-wise to 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 the to the offense? As far as with the preseason or last year, but fuck, I'll say yes to both. Like either one, we'll 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 be complete. It should be a completely different offense schematically, outside of some things that worked well. Uh, I do think we're finally going to see a screen game, which the Bears have been completely lacking over the past ever 
I cannot remember. Like Matt Forte is probably the last one to run a good screen in Chicago. And that's sad for like David Montgomery, who could have done that well. But I think we have the offensive line athleticism to get out and run screens and get wide uh, with our with our running lanes and with our screen games and things like that. And maybe like like we saw it in the preseason with DJ Moore screen, wide receiver screens, and we saw that last year, but um Totally different offense. So with that being in mind, and Luke, here's your, here, throw it to you, with, with, with a totally different offense, yeah, we've all been uh, in our different spurts of lack of, lack of confidence in what this team's going to look like. Do you think that it's all been, oh, we're not playing our cards, Luke. We're gonna, we're just going to hold everything until week one, and boom, we're going to start trying to play our, our, our real cards, our real strategy. Because Getze, I mean, late in the year, Getze got pretty creative in getting Fields into some spaces. Obviously, Fields turned into a pretty nice fantasy football quarterback and didn't yield any wins, but that's all right. He yielded us the first, first overall pick, and that was really the goal. So, Luke, do you think that there are some actual cards that uh, Getze can play that will, you know, if we have to go score for score against Green Bay because the defense can't stop them, do you feel confident? Do you feel at least adequate that we can play that game? Yeah. I mean, I'm kind of agreeing with, you know, what Chris said earlier. Uh, not too concerned about the Green Bay defense. I mean, yes, they have they have very good pass rushers. And, you know, obviously our offensive line is, is uh, questionable, but you know, even last year with the bad offensive line, I think Luke Getzey dialed up some really nice stuff versus former team. Um, he seemed comfortable calling plays. And, and yeah, Joe, uh, you know, I think it's a mix of a lot of things. What happened in the preseason, it didn't look great. But, uh, you know, with a mobile quarterback, it is it is really tough, I think, especially with a guy like Fields. Um, you really need to get him in the rhythm of a game. You, need, you almost need to get him running and or hit to get him kind of – get his juices flowing, get up on the ball. You call no huddle. Fields is definitely the type of dude that once he completes a pass, he generally goes on, you know, a nice streak after that. So, uh, you know, kind of getting him loosened up in the, uh, in the preseason was a little bit shaky. I think they were just trying to dial up some downfield stuff, but uh, you know, it's, kind of, it's, it's like, you're just, you're trying to, to dial up his downfield stuff that normally during the season you would build up to before, you know, you called those plays, you wouldn't call them generally firing out of the gate. So, uh, yes, you know, definitely was not thrilled with what we saw in the preseason, but uh, I think we'll see definitely a more diverse run game, and ultimately that will help the pass game. So maybe we should come out firing and just sixty yard bomb down the middle. I say first play screenplay to Bayless Jones. Give him an easy completion. One, fire it right in there. Easy Bayless Jones. You give that shit to DJ Moore this year. That's why you brought him here, Joe. I don't think Bayless Jones dresses now. He'll probably be the kick returner, but we'll see. He has to do. He has to do more than just kick return. I mean, if you're dressed because you're dressing five at that point, right? Unless you don't dress Tyler Scott. Yeah, I was kind of not Please sure. Tyler Scott, he's got to go on. He's got to go into uh, red shirt mode. Well, I don't know. It depends who they like better. To Chris's point, I yeah. you can't like Tyler Scott after that preseason. There's no fucking way. I can't trust that dude. I wouldn't put the ball in his uh, hand. I only saw. I only really saw one play with him. I saw that's the. Kick. That's kind of the. You saw, that's the only play you saw. You didn't see that fumble that he had in the first game. Yeah, that's what I was talking about. That's the only play oh. I remember him from. Oh well, they, you said the only play you remember. Then you said a kick return. That, that yeah, is that, that not a play? No, no, no. That one and the kick return is what I oh, said. Okay. okay. All right. All right. Um, yeah, maybe one or two other drops. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe at least one other drop, but. I mean, from the accounts during the joint practices, honestly, from I would say when preseason games started, he, he's he been on a steady decline, which is fine as long as he, you know, hits that bottom and then arcs back up. You know, Jones did the same shit last year. I mean, he was – people were very, very concerned out the gates. And honestly, he had a great second half of the season or last quarter of the season. So – I'm not overly worried about a fourth round wide receiver, no. you know, with speed to burn. So, uh, nah. I'm, but as far as dressing him versus the Packers, no, I don't. I don't think that that happens. I mean, it's either him or Vilas. We know Trent, Trent Taylor is going to dress Mooney Claypool more. That's four. ESB is five. And then if you are you going to dress yeah. six with Jones or, or Scott? I mean, that's, that's seven wide receivers right now. 
I mean, what what do you tell ESB going into this week? The only thing ESB your job is is to line up against Jair Alexander and hit him in the face, drive him a hundred yards down the field. We don't care if you're in a pass route or not. Just hit him in the face over and over, draw his butt into a penalty. If you get kicked out of the game too, it's fine because we don't need you. You suck at running routes and catching the football, but take him out of his brain and get him going so that uh so that he makes a dumb mistake. He's better than his brother, dude. Come on. <laughs> yeah yeah he is oh yeah come on joe get fired up um no i you know i was thinking about when you said that like i thought you were going to be a little more egregious and say he needs to take his kneecaps out or some shit um i'm i miss blindside blocks i wish that was still a thing that you could do that god people got murdered like linebackers trying to come down the line and just wide receiver smacking him in the face that was the best can you imagine six five esb smacking a freaking smacking little jair alexander in the face that'd be great all he's got to do is come down the line and ear hole rashawn gary put him into concussion protocol please ear hole boom just like the rydell right in that freaking ear Let's go. They ought to get ESB. Um, they ought to tape ESB's hands up like they're broken hands. Give him clubs and like, dude, we're well, playing wide receiver. We don't care. You're clubbing up your hand <laughs> so that you can hit somebody in the head and put him in concussion protocol. And, then, and no, no, no. You, you put clubs on his hand. You just put a micro. You give him the quarterback's mic and just play this in his ear. Tell them, baby. Tell them. It's Jim, the, you, the song of my people. Where'd you pull that? Uh, it is from Greg Braggs. That's uh, what I it, thought. That sounds like Braggs. That's yeah, what I, I was thought, looking dude. for a, a shot from the tunnel, the Green Bay Sucks tunnel, but I couldn't find one. So that one's right outside the uh, – on the concourse is where that is. Well, shout out to our boy Greg Braggs over at CHGO. Uh, man, what, a, what an awesome – story that dude is a uh, 20 year fan and just always bringing it at training camp. And now he's part of the media. So good for that dude. Uh, love Greg Braggs. Uh, back to this shitty team in green Bay. Um, the puke and piss, man. I can't stand those colors. They're so fugly, bro. Like, Oh, and that, that at least ghetto, our that ghetto G. But, I feel good about wearing our colors anywhere in America because it's classy looking. You get the navy blue as the main as the main color. A little flash of orange. I can wear that out. I can wear a nice pol- a navy blue polo with a classy orange C on, on the breast, and I'm feeling good about myself. You can't wear that damn green, that ugly yellow. You can't wear that out. I mean, the only place that you can get away with wearing that out is at the uh, garbage truck convention in Green in, in Wisconsin. The waste the waste connections. Yeah. Yeah, because they're green and yellow. The I think I feel like if it was like a forest green or like a deep, deep dark green with a little splash of yellow, that would be better. But like, like you said, it's piss and puke. It's disgusting. Ugh. My kids shit that shit out, dude. Um, so I, I was just looking at a report real quick, and uh, they talked to Brisker today, and he said he feels great. He wouldn't comment on what his injury was, but told us two weeks ago it wasn't look promising. That has changed as his condition and physicality shouldn't be a problem, but Wednesday will be big for him. I think so, isn't he isn't he concussion protocol? Uh I don't know. I don't know if they revealed what it was. I thought it I thought I had really just read that. Uh, well if he is, he's yelling. I found a doctor who passed him. I found the doctor who cleared him and said, you know what, bud, your head is iron. It's steel. Go out there and put it right in the Jordan Love rib cage. Please, so you break his goddamn ribs. Put it in the oh, door. Oh, he missed rib. last year with a concussion. Never mind. My bad. Enough injuries. I just tried to. I just skimmed an article way too fast. But, um. So, what are what are the best things that we can do against Green Bay, both offensively and defensively? I mean, defensively, we're talking load the box. You know, stop the run. On third down, are you? Rushing four, are you bringing the house? Are you like putting love under as much pressure as possible, any yep. way, shape, or form, regardless yep. of if you have to sell out? Okay. 
bringing Kyler Gordon off the edge, hitting him in the hundred percent. But, but you see, like this is the thing about I know I feel like what we've seen about Eberflus and Allen Williams is that they don't want to blitz and they want to sit back in their coverage where they drop all them dudes back. But yep, I feel I the mean, same way. It's like to me, it's frustrating just like when us the fans know that the the pass rush struggles to get home. I mean, you have to you have to help the D backs out in some way. You can't. The Packers I, I line is too good to rush for and just expect Gervon Dexter to get home or too Justin good or too Jones good at or cheating. Marcus Walker or whatever. Well, that and that's the thing, Law. That like, is Bakhtiari still that good? He just holds I mean, all the damn time. Do we, do we know? Is like, is I? I mean, forgive me for not knowing who the most basic white name ever, Zach Tom, is. But he's like, good. Okay. Well, I don't think they allowed a single sack all of the preseason. They were like, I mean, I know it's preseason, but I, the Packers line is really good. I'm telling you, they're they're very very good. So the, the the other thing about you know going all the way back to the beginning of the podcast and things that I'm concerned about is like we still haven't seen this full defensive line together. We right. haven't seen Ngakwe plus Walker plus uh, Billings and Jones on the same on the field together for five plays. So. We don't know what we have again, and that's the that's the thing I don't like going into the season with. I would almost rather be like, okay, we are effed in the A at this position. Let's hide it. Then, well, we might be okay with Ngakwe. We might be okay with Walker. We might have a NASCAR package with you know Dom Robin moving Walker inside. I, we don't know though. What we need don't is Yannick Ngakwe to that's, separate that Jordan Love's shoulder. That is also why I. I was a little bit frustrated when the Bears cut Terrell Lewis to bring in this other guy. Um, so apparently I mean, he plays the run much better, and he's right. But he's essentially like, the same thing that they love. He's long. He's long and strong. Yeah, no, no, I get that. I mean, to your point, though, just long like, and strong. You, you, you got to get you the have, friction on. You you have so many of these guys you have questions about, and you at this point the only one thing you know is that Yannick is a pretty good pass rusher. I mean, to me, I would rather sacrifice a little bit of stopping that run to have another pass rusher you think could do better out there at. I feel like we have a lot of guys who are brought here to stop the run and they can't even do that. And then it's like, so when they were, need to rush the pass, gonna... so they're just dead. Yeah. So would you bring back, I mean, I think Rasheem Green is the guy all of us would have cut, but yeah, I feel yeah, like no. they just, they, I feel like they had a hard on for him. They right have away. a hard on for him and Robinson. Yeah, and, and, well, and Robinson, I get you. You want to develop him or whatever, but like if you have another guy there, you can afford to redshirt him. Then if someone else is able to play, so I mean, like Lewis has had a nice preseason, but again, it's preseason. Same thing we said about Travis Gibson. Is it up against you know your Bakhtiaris of the league? To Joe's concerns, the guy takes plays off or looks like he's like my favorite thing. It's like the same thing that I feel like I think Leonard Floyd used to do it. It's like they'd take two steps and then they'd hop and try to get like a jump into dudes and then duck under them. And it was just like, what the fuck move is that? Like if I'm an O-lineman and, and a defensive end jumps, I'm I'm eating him up all day. He's on his ass. Like that is the stupidest move. But regardless. Um, so Lewis was doing all that shit. Um, like I said, with – like I said I, – Man, it was beginning of the offseason. I said Robinson has the most upside of that defensive end room just because of how new and young and un, um, unrefined his his pass, pass rush moves are and whatnot. Um, and he worked with the Dwight Freeney, not Dan Feeney, in the offseason to, 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 to get better. So, I mean – like you said, Luke, I get it. I don't get Rasheem Green. And hopefully he proves me wrong. I mean, I, I would love to see him contribute, you know, and be good at something, you know. I've heard he can move inside to three-tech as well. So maybe maybe he's the three-tech and the and Demarcus Walker stays at end instead of him moving inside and, and one of the other guys is outside. I don't know, whatever. I mean, it's like I said, so many freaking unknowns. We're like, oh, maybe this, maybe that, maybe – fuck maybe we don't get our asses kicked or maybe like they just run on us all day long that's what i'm saying you just load up that box and make that motherfucker love beat you dude straight up just make him beat you 
take a sledgehammer to AJ. But, but I know, see, that's Floose doesn't play that way, so. I'll dude, AJ Dillon looked like that. shit last year. I'll tell you what, dude. AJ Dillon was not good last year. No, but like, see, Aaron, Jones, seems... Aaron Jones is a problem, but AJ Dillon was sub so mediocre last year. Yeah, but All even right. seeing some of these backup running backs running against our first team in the preseason was very concerning. Just the lanes they, they don't create. care. They're just they're just out there. Just they're just playing snaps until the other guys come in and the tryhards want to play hard in the preseason. I almost don't trust anything I see in the preseason anymore, and that's the narrative I'm going to stick to because it fits what I want to happen. <laughs> Do you trust uh, Tremaine Edmonds uh, over? Roquan Smith last year against uh, uh, uh against Aaron Jones. Let's say let's say he gets in, in the screen game. Like I I think Edmonds now maybe did Roquan get his ass kicked in this game last year? Yes, yes, sideline to sideline. Could not make any penetration every time. Every time a, a lineman would get in on him, it was boom, 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 boom right down the pit. He off a block to save his life. Motorboat built for speed. Dude, I like no, I I I feel you, Joe. He's like Tremaine Edmonds, much stronger, uh, bigger dude. Um, Just I, do I him trust him anymore? Sanborn on a blitz all the time. Sanborn, I don't care. Oh, it's blitz or Soul. No Soul. Put Soul is, in there. Is Soul hurt too. I mean, like yeah, this is hurt. again more. He was injury. at practice. He was at practice. Was at practice. All right, cool. Yeah. Cool. 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 Do we I know think the main screamer? The screamer there's only two guys that are currently questionable on the official Bears injury report. The rest are on IR: Brisker and Chase Claypool. Now the next update, the next update is Wednesday, the sixth, and that's going to be like your official first update for for the game week. But based off the last update, the only guys here on the on the list are Claypool and Brisker. Who did they put on IR? Tevin Big Jenkins, Kramer. IR, Isaiah Ford, Dante Pettis, and Doug Kramer are the na- are the main names. You got your boy Joe Reed uh, and Buddy Johnson as well. But I didn't know that Kramer went on on IR That's three days ago. I didn't know we had a guy in the team named Buddy Johnson. He went uh, on IR I, August eighteen. I also forgot about Quindell Johnson from. Uh, isn't he? Was he from the Rams? Is, that, is this supposed to be a fairly long safety? Pretty pretty decent. I don't know. Uh, the guy the guy we claimed. Yeah, he had a yeah. he had a, he played pretty well in the preseason. Um Again, so can we go back to before that? Was he good before that or oh I, I don't know. I, I just saw preseason highlights of him when right. people were hyped up that he's here, but I've never seen him play a regular season game other than that. <laughs> uh so I wanted to ask you guys, you know, I kind of named someone to watch on defense for me this week is Kyler Gordon. What are you guys looking for on each side of the ball? Give me one player to watch uh, that, you know, the Bears really need to step up to win this game. And then uh, we'll start talking about our predictions because this line has moved from, I don't know what it was at, but now it's at either down to the Bears are one-point favorites or half-point favorites. Depending I just saw one-point favorite according to our folks at Caesars Sportsbook, yeah. over under at 43. The highest I've seen is two and a half, so whatever. Um. One player to watch on defense. Um, yeah, I think Ngakwe's. You got to you got to see what that guy's gonna do. Do we need him to have a Khalil Mack like first game? We That'd didn't nice. even win that. It would be nice. Fuck off, Joe. Come on. What kind of shit is that? Jordan Love wasn't playing in that game. Jordan Love doesn't come back from that. Freaking homie was good. The Packers, you know what they do. They hop Jordan Love up on drugs, and he goes back out there just like Rodgers. I don't give a shit about any of their players. Yeah, he's not, he's here, not take hitting his, a 60-yard bomb to freaking Cobb. Randall Cobb. Cobb, again. That was horrible. What was dude's name that backed up uh, Rodgers last year that started getting his ass kicked? Kaiser. Was it Deshaun Kaiser? Yeah. Oh, not not repping the Golden Dome very well there, there, buddy. All right, um, Joe. Who, who's your guy to watch on defense there, Joseph Gaither? Krogman went with Ngakwe. You, did, did you steal Stevenson as the guy? No, I, I said Spider-Man. Okay. Uh, well, if Stevenson's going to get thrown at all the time, and he will, then, he, then he's the guy. You, you got to go break up some plays. Okay, if you don't give me an interception, well, don't 
don't don't cripple me with, with a pass interference uh, 40 yards down the field. Don't cripple me with a, a late hit uh, that, that keeps Green Bay on the field. Like, if you get off the field, you got to get off the field. Uh, so for me, it's Stevenson one, and then you know it's 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 Edmonds too. We 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 paid you a bunch of big money. We haven't really seen you based on preseason. Let's see how well you could you you play that deep middle. Let's let's see how well you play in that Tampa two. And can you oh can you stand up against the run at all? Better, be better. I mean, he the, the coverage was his issue, right, Lucas? Wasn't that his problem in Buffalo? <laughs> Who Edmonds? Yeah, yeah. Until last year, he had a really good coverage year last year. Okay. Now, what about the other side of the ball? Cole Komet. He should. He should, he should eat against these linebackers. Yeah, Cole. Yeah, that's a great pick. I, I want to go with the uh, interior. Can I go with the interior three offensive lineman? Whoever's going to sure. play white hair, white hair Feeney, and uh, white hair Feeney and Nate Davis. It's it's up to the, those guys. Will you keep Kenny Clark out of the backfield? Will you get some push all, uh, uh, up front? I'm pretty confident Braxton Jones will hold his own, at least be decent, and I'm pretty sure Darnell Wright will die on the field to be okay. Do these guys up front keep? the Green Bay defense out of Fields' lap? Do they set the pocket? Are they able to establish a running game? Because if you can if you can establish a running game, everything that Luke, you said at the very, very beginning about Justin Fields, if you establish the running game, the, there are openings down the field for Justin Fields to drop in the bucket. There are openings on crossers. There are openings once you get the defense into, oh, we got to play man and step up and play this run. So it's up to Nate Davis, Cody Whitehair, and Dan Feeney. And I guess Lucas Patrick being uh, the the 3B out of those, the, the next one off the bench. So I think if, if these guys had continuity and this just was the offensive line, you could trust them to – double team down on Kenny Clark and let Nate Davis eat one-on-one -on, -one on the other side. The problem I have is now they haven't been working together for, for weeks and green Bay comes out and they've been together for a while and they're just throwing stunts at them. And these, these guys are fucking lost. So that's my concern uh, is, is, you know, just the, the lack of continuity and not being able to, read what defenses are trying to do hopefully jones is better in his second year at that because i know that was a problem for him last year <laughs> joe are you running around over there in your boxers dude? <laughs> maybe so i got the guy oh <laughs> he's got air dude it's hot in bama dude he's got to air it out yeah it's hot up here this week too oh man uh, well that was a good laugh joe thank you for that <laughs> um, this is how I do 98% of my shows too o Only clothed uh, uh, from, from the chest up well, the we're, my, we're never getting monetized <laughs> know. We got freaking Pooh Bear over here Joe's running around with his boxers His Willie hanging nothing out Ain't nothing wrong with that Ain't nothing wrong with that You're right You're right I mean, I mean underwear model on the side Joe Gator did, Nobody saw my Willie did you Well if you, did, if, you, if, you do that. if you did, then uh, you're welcome. <laughs> oh, you're welcome. Uh, I had pants on to start this podcast, but like Chris said, I got toasty. So, of the rookies, you know, Darnell Wright, you know, is everybody's, you know, he's the first rounder. We talked about him versus Jalen Carter, and that's going to be a conversation whether or not Joe wants it to be all year. And, um, yeah, you got Stevenson. So two starters that are rookies. Uh, how do you think the 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 two D tackles play this game? I think we're gonna see we're, like every, everything that you've heard about them in the preseason, all the stuff that you've heard. Okay, we'll actually find out what's true and what's not true against this Green Bay Packers front because you're obviously going to rotate guys in, so you'll see Pickens and Dexter. Yeah, for sure. And if they get their butt kicked, oh, uh, I don't. See, I, I, I don't think you can leave them on the field together at all this game. No, no. They, I think they have to have one out there with a vet at all times. Got to have a big brother out there. But yeah. if they get their butt kicked, we'll know pretty quickly what we have in these two guys. And that, that makes me a little nervous because there was some moments in the preseason where they got their butt kicked. 
There was also some good flashes. You know, we're going to take the good with the bad with these guys. But, you know, I do think overall that D-line, I mean, it's it's hard to to draft two, DT, two, two DTs and expect them to come in. But especially to Chris's point, lack of continuity. You bring in a Demarcus Walker who hasn't practiced. Justin Jones, who wasn't great last year. Andrew Billings, who probably can't get out. You just have a lot of questions on that D-line. So, uh We'll see, Joe. Like you said, we're going to see what happens very quickly uh, with them young guys. But uh, you guys didn't give me a chance to say who is my offensive breakout player of the week. Let's hit it. Let's hear it. The The obvious answer is uh, our boy Justin Fields. But I am going to go with our man DJ Moore in his first game as a Bear. Uh, all I got to say is this is your offense now, dog. Go out there and do your thing. Go DJ. That's my I'm DJ. A DJ. And, and Joe, like you said, I I mean I'm not even you said Valus. Seriously, just run a run a play to DJ Moore to start the season. Yeah. Do it do it early and often all game and you know, say whatever you will about this O line, but the one thing they all are is uh very tenacious in the open field. So uh like you guys kinda hit on earlier, the screen game will be important. Um, especially to give field some easy completions and and get our guys in space. It's important. You you give Fields an easy completion right off the bat. And yes, I said Bayless, but part of that was being a little facetious. But you get you you give a nice, straight, easy, you know, hey man, you don't have to read the defense. Just take a snap, turn and throw. Just like you saw in preseason. Was that throw the prettiest? No, but it was a completion, and many, many things, great, great things happened after that. So you go get an easy throw. Look, that first, his first throw in preseason was a check down to Blasting Game, who was wide open in the flat. And yeah, it wasn't a touchdown, but Blasting Game turned up field, got himself seven yards, and you're looking at second and two. You're looking at second and three. Like it's got to be something like that. Don't, I mean, of course, you got to get down the field eventually, and you got to uh, eventually start to read a defense. But early in the game, scheme up something really. Real simple for Justin to feel like, boom, I got a completion, and here we go. Here goes the offense. What do you guys think the over-under for targets is for DJ Moore in this game, if you had to make one? Seven. Oh, I was going to say 11. Are you seven targets, Chris, or seven receptions? Seven targets. I'm with Joe. I think he might see double digits. I think Fields is going to have tunnel vision for him early, which isn't great, but I could see him throwing the ball that way a lot. I could see us um, only throwing it 20 times. And if he gets a third of the receptions or a third of the targets, then 20 that's... times he gets 20 targets. No. <laughs> oh, we got to save some for his boy Cole Komet. Just got that new contract. He'll be playing tackle. Shoot, I don't care what he's playing as long as we're controlling the line of scrimmage. Control the line of scrimmage. You control the game. And really, if, if you're getting run on, uh, okay, that's a legitimate possibility If you get, that you get run on. Well, the the offense has to come back and respond. You cannot have, oh, that's going to be my nightmare. The Packers run a 10-play drive. Then the, the offense comes out and goes, oh, first and 10, one-yard gain. Second and nine, incomplete pass. Third and nine, incomplete pass. Punt, the defense is back on the field. Oh, no, you're going to have to control the football on the offense to give the defense some time to breathe, some time to rest, and some time to scheme up adjustments and to match points. All right, so we got Bears at home, 425. Bears are one-point favorites, over under at 43-and-a-half. It is prediction time. 44 to nothing. Bears. Over. <laughs> hit the over. Bears win. Everybody goes home happy. I don't know if I can hit the over in this one, man. I think it's going to be a slop fest. Yeah, it's going to be disgusting. You're exactly it's, right. It's going to be like a, a fucking 13 to 10 game at halftime. All right, write this down on a serious note. Bears 25. Bears 25. Bears 25. Packers. Packers 20. Yeah, yeah. Bears are going to win. And there you go. That's 45 points. That's right on the over. Uh, and, that, and that's that's what I'm feeling right now. I was going to go 27-20, Bears. I'm going 24-17, Bears. I, I was super confident a few weeks ago. The preseason Twitter has drained me. 
I still think the Bears are the better team and have the more experience and better quarterback. So I think they will win this game. Is the roster that different than last year's three and thirteen team? Yes. Three and fourteen. Yeah. You think so? That different? It's basically two positions. I mean, I think if we got to the point where we're able to let guys like Travis Gibson go, it shows a sign of growth in the roster. Um, and, and I mean, I just the positions that they were horrible at, I think they added a lot of resources to. So it would be hard for them to be worse. Like at wide receiver, DJ Moore makes them instantaneously almost two times better, I would say. And then the yeah. O-line, I think, gets a slight upgrade with the adjustments with a lot of upside to go from yeah, I've there. Got, I've got nine new starters uh, out of the 22. It's different. I, I just think DJ Moore is that big of an addition that he changes your entire offense. True. True. Um. Does make you wonder, though, Chris. Can we hit one more thing before we close out? Courtney Cronin recently put out about, oh, here's my prediction and this, that, and the other. And, and this is not about Courtney. It's fine. What do you think the win the win window is for the Bears? She said, oh, there's definitely no way the Bears are getting 10 wins. And that's fine. That's her pr- prediction. No problem. But I, you know, what, three months ago, three months ago, uh, I uh, thought, okay, it's going to be 8 to 11, 8 to 12 wins. Now I'm sitting here like it's going to be 6 to 10. What are you guys feeling it for this win this win window? I couldn't see more than 9 if I'm being honest. I was going to say 6 or 7 to 9. Yeah. 7 to 9. the same spot. If they double last year's win total, I mean that's a, that's a, I mean that's that's yeah, that's a lot. It's a lot. That's I mean, literally doubling your win total, but it's still not a ton of wins. I mean, six wins is not a lot, but it's twice as many as you had last year. Yeah, I think six is kind of their floor, but I don't think. I think the biggest thing with the way Courtney said was she used a very the way she, she phrased definitely. it. Yeah, yes, yeah. so you can't use definites in journalism. It's just a. A death, a death, uh, a death wave for you. Just because uh, if it happens, you're just going to get absolutely grilled for it, and you just, you know, you wrote it on your tombstone. Uh, granted, it's not likely to happen, but if it does, you are royally screwed, and you said some very strong words. So, definitely not the best way to word things. Um, I don't think she's overall, too bound, but yeah, definitely is not quite the what you want to say there. Yeah, and, and also, you know, she's covered other teams. Uh, I don't know. I don't know how it is covering other teams or fan bases, but we know how Bears fans are. And uh, you, you say something like that, you'll be on the bad, bad side very, very quickly in the uh, in that city. Well, Krogman, you want to give us a pep talk before we get out of here? Give a message to Justin Fields? Give a message to your boy Andrew Billings? Maybe Colt Komet pep talk? No? You don't care? Let's play hard, play well. Stay healthy. Play often. Be on the field for more than uh, three plays at a time. Offense, that'd be good. Get off the field uh, faster than like at least six plays on defense. That'd be good. Green Bay sucks. 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 Let's go. Happy Father's Day to uh, all the Bears fans out there.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.